0: Good day, everyone. My name is Anju Dialwis. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access. Full details of our business management courses can be found in ultimateaccess.net. Good day to you all. Great to be with you. And in today's session, we've got uh, Kamlesh Nagwara from India. We've got a uh, really jam-packed session for you today because Kamlesh is going to unpack a lot of things related to blockchain for all of us. Welcome Kamlesh and tell us a little bit about yourself. I know that you're into a lot of uh, new things uh, with a lot of organizations as well and as a thought leader in the space of blockchain. So let us hear from you a little bit.
1: Yeah so uh thank you Anju, for inviting me so uh, about myself so uh i'm the currently CTO at Eastern Future Tech and uh, recently i am playing uh, different role at the hyperledger foundation as a technical steering committee member and uh, also lead the hyperledger hyperledger india chapter and recently i also part of the sustainability uh, uh working group of the IEEE blockchain initiative to uh, discuss and talk about the sustainability initiative in the blockchain space and before working at Sniper, I was, I was part of the IBM blockchain team and uh, from the last five, five to six years working in the different, different hyper-ledger blockchain projects, Ethereum, Polygon and a uh, number of different solutions from education to till financial services and it's a very interesting is about working on the NFT projects for some few customers.
0: Can you please tell us a little bit about Hyperledger? I know it is a global organization. I think for the viewers, it'll be interesting to hear what is Hyperledger? What do they do? How do they support uh, individuals and organizations?
1: Yeah, right. So uh, Hyperledger is generally a kind of open source foundation and community for mainly promoting the enterprise use cases of the blockchain. because. When Bitcoin and the Ethereum started in twenty fifteen and sixteen, there is a lots of use cases can be built around the other than the cryptocurrency. So, keeping in that mind, the enterprise organization like IBM Digital Assets and DTCC and the Linux Foundation started the Hyperledger Foundation to bring the use cases beyond the cryptocurrencies and the digital assets. So now. You could use the hyperledger technologies across the use cases, edu- starting from the education to supply chain, financial services, and whatever you think, whether trust and transparency is a need, you can apply a blockchain. And hyperledger is one of the enterprise-grade uh, frameworks to build the enterprise solutions. And how in hyperledger solves, hyperledger com- completely open source code and the community to promote and support the startups and the organization who are building the enterprise use cases.
0: So I guess in in short, it is an ecosystem that gathers all the like-minded people uh, and they're offering it for free. It's open source and uh, any one of us can join these kind of teams that you have set up. Am I correct? Yeah. And uh, we can all join. these forums and contribute Uh, it's not necessary that you have to be a technical person because I myself has joined uh, the teams and it's really fantastic Uh, great connections and uh, you hear what's going to happen in the future and uh, you can be part of it as well now let's start off with what is blockchain layer one Kamlesh can you just unpack that bit so
1: generally blockchain layer one is simply the, any of the public and public blockchain of mainnet like whether it is Ethereum, whether Algorand, whether Hedera, where you are writing the transaction directly on the one of the public blockchain. So this is a layer, layer, layer of technology. Ki whatever transaction you are doing, you are writing those t- transaction data in the some kind of public mainnet. This is generally layer one.
0: Okay, and now we go to that next layer, isn't it, which is getting more interesting. And that is the layer two blockchain. What, what does that do? So, so generally,
1: uh, while well, the number of transactions and the use cases and depths are building on the layer one blockchain, so scalability and the transaction speed is, is the main challenge. So how to overcome those challenges, like how you can scale the, your application and your network? so there are other kind of we can say side technology or side chains are being uh, invented by the companies like polygon or xdai and there are a number of some uh, is layer 2 technologies and they are based on number of different framework like Z, zk zk rollups and rollups optimistic rollups to uh, to uh, do some kind of proof of stake blockchain and drive the transaction on the, this off chain side chains and then only the Consolidated one transaction right on the layer one blockchain. So, this will kind of uh, enable the scalability and the performance of the blockchains. And you could do the number of transactions, like for example, in the Ethereum generally, you can do maybe 10 to 15 transactions per second. But in the Polygon, you could do maybe 50,000 plus because they are doing in the uh, side chains, kind of uh, where the proof of stake and number of validator uh, node is running in the layer two technologies and all the transaction being written on this layer two ledger and then consolidated one transaction returned to the uh, main name in the layer one.
0: So if we talk about the characteristics of these blockchains, um, the layer one blockchain is not that efficient from energy perspective yeah. because the processing power is, I would say the, the number of transactions are not that high. Am I correct? Yeah.
1: Be? yeah. So actually in the label blockchain, one is the transaction, speed is the uh, challenge. Another is the energy consumption because all mainnet blockchain generally run, run on a proof of work algorithm. And there are lots of energy consumption and it will impact to the even carbon footprint and carbon emission. And uh, as the number of proof of work nodes are running, so it will take so much time to mine the block and uh, validate the transaction. And that's the reason. There is a scalability and the transaction is very low.
0: Right. So I should be aware if I'm evaluating uh, blockchain applications, consider a kind of uh, you know, what blockchain it's built on. Am I right? Is yeah, it a layer right. one? Is it a layer two? The efficiencies and you know, in the future, it might be layer three, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So we, we need to consider those efficiencies because your operational cost is important, right?
1: Yeah, right. So take example, like for example, in current scenarios, in Ethereum, transaction costs maybe some dollar to some hundred dollars and same transaction could be done in a polygon in just uh, some cents. So they use uh, benefit and also the scalability, like I mentioned, like uh, if you're doing a 10 to 15 transaction in a minute in layer one, and if you're doing the solution for the enterprise level, then it's very hard to scale Performance perspective, but if you do in the layer two blockchain, where you could achieve the more scalable, more transaction speed, and with the low cost.
0: Correct, because that really brings home that cost efficiencies. So let's talk about the ESG part that you're very much into, and how do you link this ESG part into the blockchain area? Hmm. Okay. So generally,
1: ESG environment, social, and uh, climate. Actually, so uh, when like energy consumption is a challenge and there lots of energy consumption. So mostly environmental, environmental friendly people relate the blockchain using lots of energy and lots of carbon footprint emitting in the environment. So uh, all the blockchains who are building on the technology now they concerned, like how how much their particular technology are emitting the carbon emission. So, like suppose Bitcoin and Ethereum are using the lots of energy. So that means they are using lots of energy and consuming, emitting lots of carbon, carbon emission footprint. And even like how and what kind of energy they are using, there is also plays an important role. And, and also the transaction speed is also, also the one of the major impacting on the carbon emission. And so other blockchains like Polygon, where they relate and calculate the how much carbon friendly they are compared to other blockchains and because they are no more number of transaction and uh, they are using the proof of stake that means like the energy consumption is less compared to the other blockchain so this parameter is impacting and uh, people are who are building on this tech always consider the whether blockchain are climate friendly made zero or uh, some carbon tokens kind of stuff and 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 that that's the reason that the people who are building the solution always consider the the blockchain who are more environment friendly and m- not not polluting the environment via emitting the carbon emissions.
0: Yeah, this is very interesting, uh, Kamlish, because now we can see even a lot of investments are getting directed towards green energy and green projects. So. You mentioned Polygon. I want to ask a little bit more about Polygon and uh, you know, talk to us more about Polygon, the company, and I know they're building a metaverse. So let us talk a little bit about what they're doing and their strategy. When did they start? It'll be interesting to find out their, their beginnings as well.
1: Yeah. So when Polygon started, generally the layer two uh, proof of stake is uh, killing solution. But as the grow now, they have a number of different different uh, uh, scaling solution like zk rollups, and they're like recently they announced the Polygon Supernet, uh, Super Node Nets. So all is a different different scaling solution with the new features and the new privacy and the consensus mechanism. And also Polygon introduced their um, uh, Polygon Identity for addressing the identity solution on the Polygon. Uh, polygon studio for the metaverse and gaming kind of projects so and now polygon more focus on the carbon friendly projects so like polygon have their their motto to uh, reduce their car- become a net zero in uh, by 2025 or 2030 like every nation and every country has a roadmap to become a uh, 2050 by the net zero uh, emissions and, and and there's a reason like now, Polygon also invests in the startups who are building the uh, kind of carbon related projects, whether it's a project, the carbon tokens or carbon credit. As per my information, they invest more than 25 to 30 different startups who are working on such such kind of uh, initiative and also provide grants and support to build on the Polygon.
0: Okay, that, that's really great. I hope we will get the opportunity to talk to uh, one of the Polygon representatives in our future podcast. I know you're friends with them as well, Kamlish. So, hopefully, you can invite them and we can have a forum with them. And, you know, it'll be a very interesting discussion for us to understand where they have focused on and what they're doing Uh, and and also to understand a little bit more about uh, the startups that they're investing it'll be it'll be very a fascinating journey for us so let us talk a little bit about the Polygon Metaverse can you tell us more about it
1: Uh, Polygon Metaverse I think uh, I think they created the Polygon Studio to uh, this separate entity and uh, I think uh, recently, the ex-Youtuber and Google executive joined them as a CEO. I think Ryan. And uh, the main focus to build the metaverse of the different solution and the NFT and gaming in the main main focus area. And uh, and they also uh, increase the startup who are building on the metaverse and they use the Polygon chain. And I think. That's a, the that's a motive of the any 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 kind of uh, blockchain uh, platform, whether Edera, whether Ethereum, whether Polygon, or Neo-blockchain kind of thing, Near-blockchain. So they, they engage startups and provide some kind of grants or maybe free tokens to build on the specific technology. And even also provide the investment opportunities or some ecosystem of the particular blockchain. And same way Polygon doing to the uh, exposure to the startups, who are building on the metaverse of NFTs and the carbon and whatever the technology they are building on the Polygon?
0: Oh, that's that's brilliant to uh, hear about their support and what they what they are giving to giving back to the society as well as the ecosystem and of course supporting ESG. More importantly, it, it's a great way of uh, showcasing that support to ESG. And uh, I want to ask a little bit more about their cryptocurrency they also ca- they also have come up with one isn't it
1: yeah so uh, I think there's uh, when this Metic network they started and there's a token name is Matic so I think every underlying uh, blockchain should have a cryptocurrency to pay the gas fees of the transaction so same same the Metic token plays the role while, while you're transacting on the Polygon blockchain so this Metic token is a gas fees for those transactions. And it also has some values associated with the fiat currency. I'm not known the exact value, but maybe uh, around some dollars, metric token, which you could exchange buy, and trade on the exchanges. But main, mainly purpose to, uh, on top of the, on the Polygon blockchain to do the transaction by paying the guest fees in the metric tokens.
0: So I could say that it is a utility token, am I right?
1: Yeah, right. Is a
0: utility token. Right. Whereas we, because let's say you and I start a business on Polygon using the Polygon network, and then this uh, utility token is there for, for us to transact with the community. Correct? Yeah, correct. Right. So if you are to set up a business on Polygon, Kamlesh, what business, sort of business would you do? So
1: I'm mainly interested in the some business related to the SDG goals and mainly the climate and ESG because there is a hot topic all around the globe. Every country, every organization is want to become sustainable and want to solve sustainability problems, whether it's the climate, whether it's the water, whether it's a deforestation and everything. And I think blockchain could play an important role in a specific segment because all this uh, Sustainability and SDG goals always face challenges with the traceability and transparency, and blockchain can solve that problem. So, even if I want to build something, I will go with this thing: carbon accounting, carbon credit, and maybe Polygon is the right technology at the moment because uh, it is a less transaction fees, is a kind of carbon neutral the target, and is a less energy because proof of stake. Another scaling solution out there.
0: Yeah, so very much uh, focused around the ESG-related business. That's where you're focusing on. Thank you, Kamlesh. It's been a great pleasure to have you and hope to have you again to dig deeper into these very important topics. Have a great day and I'll see you soon. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you, Andrew. I hope you found this session useful. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access and I'm your host, Andrew D'Alvis. Thank you.